Good morning. You're listening to Caps AM Podcast. Today I am here with Dana Schwartz. How are you today, Dana? I'm good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. So you are the owner of the CrossFit. You've gotten into that in business, but you didn't start out like that. You started out as a teacher. I did. Um, I actually have my undergrad in finance and real estate. Uh, my junior year in college, I decided that wasn't the best route for me after doing an internship, but it was smarter for me to finish my degree. Once you get a degree, you can kind of do whatever you want after that. So then I decided to get my master's in education. And uh, at that time, we were moving around Texas as a young married couple. And uh, after I got my master's, I ended up teaching in uh, Amarillo, Texas, is where we were at the time. Wow. I heard that you were a third grade teacher, is that right? Yes, I started out in third grade, science, and then eventually did math. At that time in uh, Texas, we were departmentalized. So even in third grade, I only taught math, and I absolutely loved it. However, when I had my uh, first child, I decided that I didn't want to do both. I didn't want to be a mom and a teacher. So it was like a, too much pressure almost. Yeah. So I decided I was just going to try to figure out the whole mom thing by myself. So mm-hmm. stayed at home um, and didn't work after that. So you said you were in Texas. How did you end up in Missouri? Yeah. So we're originally from Missouri. My husband's from Herman. I'm from a small town in the Boot Heel, Missouri called Dexter, Missouri. Um, my husband and I now, we both went to, it wasn't Missouri State then. That's uh, South, what was it, Southwest Missouri State at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, We met in college. He is in the construction industry. uh, And Texas was one of the only, basically, industries and states hiring. Missouri doesn't have that kind of industry here. So while I did grad school, he got, you know, a job in a corporate uh, firm. And the rest is history. We moved, we were in Houston, Corpus Christi, and then Amarillo. So kind of moved all around yeah. while no children, um, and I was in, you know, doing my master's. So I had the flexibility to do that as we moved around Texas for his job. So becoming an entrepreneur and also juggling, you know, you had first kid coming and you wanted something new. Uh, what made you decide to go into an entrepreneur? Because I hear a lot of things about, well, I don't really want to work a nine to five, but mm-hmm. I'd rather work 24 hours a week, 27 days a week. You know what I mean? Like the, yes. the whole shebang. Yes. The misconception that working for yourself is easier, uh-huh. that's not really true. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so let's, how we got to starting CrossFit Washington is while we were in Amarillo uh, and we had two children there, my husband, that was his outlet. He, played college in football, or he played football in college. But once you remove yourself from that sports world, that community type, there's really nothing left for those kind of athletes. So he found CrossFit in Amarillo. And I actually didn't do that at all. I was focused on, I was having, I had two children kind of back to back, and that wasn't something that I was interested in at the moment. When we moved back to Missouri, it was a community that didn't have the type of CrossFit he was used to. CrossFit is a very community-driven business, community-driven everything. It is about movement. It is about kind of long lifestyle choices. But really, at first, what is at the heart of it is community. Everybody rallying around each other, helping each other, supporting each other, kind of finding your people, right? And that just wasn't present here, or what we were used to, to that traditional CrossFit community. So um, it was actually my husband's idea. So as this goes on, you'll learn that I don't have an entrepreneurial 
uh, drive, honestly. Yeah. I'm a I'm a doer. So my husband still has his nine to five job. But because this was his vision, I was still at home and I'm a great wife. It was <laughs> I am going to help this come true. So we started it very quickly. I did all the um, you know, registering with the state, making sure I have all the logistics in place. Yeah. And then it was like, okay, great. There are people that we know will come over. And it kind of happened by accident. It was a hobby that turned into a business. And there is a huge learning curve with that. There is a, yes, this sounds great. It's easy. You, We can do this. My husband has that big macro brain, sees the big picture. And I'm like, whoa, let's hold on. How do I get that done? How do I bill? Where are we going to do this? How do I collect my, like all the simple things I'm dealing with that. And so since he works his nine to five, he is very much uh, have great input, but in the last two years, it's really, yeah, it's been me. Every day I'm there doing background, doing forefront, coaching. We do have nine other coaches, which is great, but uh, it was definitely a hobby that turned into business, kind of on accident. Yeah. Did you have any help with um, things like the logistics and stuff? Did you have anybody to go to? Like- Not at all. We... When we started it, this was, again, my husband is really good at that kind of thing. So we did it together. Um, eventually, we found our way into, it's called Two Brain Business, which is a like a mentor company that we had help us with making sure we were doing basically everything correctly. You know, yeah. when you first start out and you have these high hopes of making a, a business, what you don't even understand what a business is, what it is do I need? Um, it's kind of like you don't even know what questions to ask. You don't even know where to go. So we had the foundation set, but we knew it could be better, and there's a lot of growing pains when you know you have to grow. You just don't know how. Yeah. So um, having a company like Two Brain Business comes in and says, okay, do you have your standard operating procedures in place? Do you have regulations uh basically a a blueprint for how you are running it now and where you want to go. So that helped get us on track and it's something that you do short term, kind of get in line and then you kind of run it from there. And uh, during COVID is also when we, I found uh, Healthy Steps Nutrition, which is a dietitian group in Florida where they educated me. I went through some schooling through them accreditations through them and now I uh, am a nutrition coach and they also have business help along with that as well so input definitely helps because again you can't do this alone for sure yeah so is that something that you guys offer is nutrition diet like you help them go through that process absolutely we do nutrition coaching and that's a habit-based program you come to me we talk about your needs we talk about your goals and then my job is to help facilitate how to get there in actionable steps I can talk all day long about healthy eating, what macronutrients do in your body, how you should be moving. But if I don't just sit down and say, okay, is that realistic in your life? Would that make sense? And do one to two things at a time. Otherwise, it's too overwhelming. We don't, it's just too much. So I sit down with clients once a month and we review our goals. We review our actions. Are we being, are we making progress? Are we being successful? If not, 
let's continue, or maybe we need to back off and reevaluate. Um, we have an app that we communicate on, there's educational videos, and then basically I'm an accountability buddy as well. Uh, they're checking off their daily actions so that I can help them be successful, find success. What are your challenges? What can I help with? And that's a whole separate piece to CrossFit. However, when you start a fitness business, you realize it's not really about fitness, right? That's, that's uh, kind of like having your cake and eating it too. I was, people were just eating it too. What about having your cake first? What about the foundation, which is nutrition? So if we're trying to be, if we're trying to be in the wellness fitness industry and do it right, I can't just say fitness is king. I yeah. need to make sure that you're fueling yourself properly because when you come into my fitness setting, I want you to perform the way you want to. And if you're, you know, doing certain things that are counteracting that, then it only makes sense for me to help on that side as well. So I have uh, CrossFit clients, but I also have outside clients that maybe aren't even physically able to work out, but they need help with nutrition. So inside and outside community, come find me and I love that because I did not know that we had that in Washington. Yeah. And honestly, trying to do like keto and diets like that, especially with, you know, playing sports and stuff, mm-hmm. trying to manage that. I didn't know that was an opportunity in Washington. Yeah. So to learn about that, so interesting. Thank you. I uh, So those ones you mentioned, those are fad diets, fast acting diets, yeah. right? <laughs> um, unless you have a medical nutrition need to do something like a keto or something due to diabetes or A1C issues, whatever it might be. I can definitely help there. However, I would love to educate people on macronutrients, carbohydrates, protein, and fats, why we want all of those and why your body is okay having all of those and why fat doesn't make you fat and why carbohydrates don't make you fat, right? Um, Just kind of dispelling the misconceptions about nutrition because that's what we do in CrossFit all the time. CrossFit is really scary for people. They might see it on social media. They might see it in a platform where you're talking about top-tier athletes because there are professional CrossFit athletes. Um, In our box, what we call ourselves box, at CrossFit Washington, we're lifestyle. It's everybody from – I've got three generations of families. I've got a grandmother, a mother, and children. So – They started out when they were like 11 years old, and then, you know, their grandmother's been retired for five years. So it's for everybody, and we can scale it and modify it. It just takes uh, somebody coming in uh, nervous and scared, just walking through the door, and then myself, my husband, our coaches will take care of you. I promise. It just takes a little bit of motivation. Yes, absolutely. It's just intimidating. Yeah, yeah. Well, I see that all the time on, like, Instagram Mm -hmm. because I really love Mizzou Volleyball. Mm -hmm. There's Scarelli, and she is so competitive in CrossFit, and that's why you see is, like, that constant, her core and all that. You can see it flex, and it's like, oh, I don't think I can ever do that. But then sitting Mm -hmm. here talking with you, it's like, oh, I want to hop on that right now. Yes, (laughs) absolutely. That is that, that visual that you see that you're like, I'll never be like that. However... I feel like we don't feel like that about other sports. Nobody watches the Super Bowl and is like, oh, my gosh, yes, those are great players, but I will never play football. I'll never try football, right? Or they watch a professional basketball game, and oh, I can never do that. I'm never going to play basketball again. But there's something about that individual-type sport where you are putting yourself out there. You are trying to perform at your best because everybody wants to do their best, but they see somebody else, like, excelling, and they're like, well, 
no, I'm just not going to try that. There's no <laughs> point. Uh, but hopefully, like you said, once you come in or talk to somebody, like I, I do CrossFit five days a week, but you can tell I'm not bulky. That's another thing women are really scared about is being too bulky, right? Yeah. Well, in order to do that, to change your body composition, we're going to have to really talk about nutrition, right? If that's your goal, I can get you there. But mostly you're going to just feel better, sleep better, have more energy, uh, feel more confident about yourself. That's what CrossFit's about. Uh, maintaining an active lifestyle or staying out of a nursing home or I don't you know getting off the toilet when you're 90 yeah <laughs> that's really the goal being able to uh get your groceries off of the ground pick your grandchildren up walk upstairs like that's really the goal of CrossFit especially in our box and every box is uh independently owned we have the same methodology we have the same training there's four uh, training levels. The last two uh, training, they're very intense. It takes many, many, many years to get there. The first two, any trainer can get there. Um, but CrossFit is for everybody. You just have to come try it. Yeah. You just have to come try it. Do you have any, um, this just slipped my mind, but competition with Competitive Edge just because, you know, they do have, like, training groups and stuff. They're not just, like, CrossFit, mm -hmm. but they are, like, group training and stuff. Absolutely. Do you find them any competition between it? We don't. Um, so there's that, there's that theory in business, too, that competition is good, right? Mm -hmm. However, they do something totally different. What I like to tap into the high school group level weightlifting that kind of thing that they're into absolutely but i know what they do they do well and we also don't have what they have in that terms of like uh i, I hate to say this it sounds negative but like that globo gym type where you have lever machines we don't have any machines like that right we have rowers and bikes but our bodies are the machine so yeah. we just have barbells uh kettle but odd objects is what we call them otherwise if you want that or that maybe you do have a physical limitation where you can't come in and do something like CrossFit. Because there are there is a very small percentage where you have something physically uh, limiting you to do this type of workout. That's great, right? Uh, Planet Fitness, you know, people were really worried for us that mm -hmm. it was coming in. But they do something totally different, and that's yeah. okay. Ours is about quality, not necessarily quantity. Do I want as many athletes as I can in there? Absolutely. But each class is coach-led, and we're, our charter is mechanics, consistency, intensity. So we want to make sure you're moving well, you're moving well consistently before we increase your intensity. So that takes some independence, right? That takes getting to know somebody, takes time. I'm just not going to jump in there and just go for it right off the bat. So we're like a small community. Yeah, yeah. Um, with you saying that you're seeing that um, single path, mm -hmm. which I love how you said that mm -hmm. too. I love that you like know what you're going for. Yeah. Do you have any like expansions coming or anything? Like any future plans for the business? The next step is to really have a consistent CrossFit Kids offering. So last year we started in uh, collaboration with Washington Soccer Association. So we took their girls teams and their boys teams and we did some speed and agility. Uh, we did that again this year. And this summer uh, we had, it was just a six week short term CrossFit kids class where we just did pure CrossFit, no speed and agility attached to it, even though they go really hand in hand when you're talking that 
uh, type of age group from about 8 to 12. My goal, really it was kind of the last year, we didn't quite make it there, but it's to all year long have a consistent CrossFit kids offering. However, this is that growing pains, that entrepreneurial issue where there aren't many people that do what we do. There aren't many, uh, we don't call ourselves certified till you get to level three and four, but CrossFit coaches, that is something very specific to CrossFit. Uh, you wouldn't know how to get trained for that unless you were already in it, already did it, and that was what you were looking to do was coach. So that would mean I would have to do it. And juggling already being in the business, you know, I get there at 7.45. I get to pick up my kids at 3, though. And then maybe coming back in the evening time to do that consistently. I would hate to offer that if I know that I can't consistently be there, right? So because we have nine other coaches, we take care of our uh, adult, our traditional CrossFit offerings, but I don't have the time right now to commit to a CrossFit kids offering. So I'm one of those people that, yes, I want it to be big, but until I can do it well and know I have commitment from myself and other people who could fill in for me, it's not fair to offer that to the masses to say, yes, come on in, but you know, maybe I'll have to cancel every so often. I just, I don't, I don't think that's appropriate. So my true goal is to really figure out who I could use for coaching that can be consistent in that capacity Um, because it would be a really great offering. We have a lot of people asking all the time about CrossFit Kids. So So talking about like juggling time and stuff like Mm -hmm. that, how do you manage a personal life and family aside from being an entrepreneur? Because like we were talking about earlier, it's nonstop. Yes. I'd say the last year or so we're kind of on autopilot, thankfully, where all those vertical revenue streams that we wanted to add to the business, we've gotten taken care of. The first three years were, there's no such thing as balance, right? There's no such thing as being a mom and being a working mom. It is very much like what has to be sacrificed. So there was a lot of time spent on the computer, a lot of time where my times where my kids were with my mother. She happened to move to Washington shortly after we moved back from Texas. So that's really helpful to have family in town. But I set that goal where I will pick my children up from school every day of the week. And then if I need to go back, that's great. They'll come with me. And that's the good thing about CrossFit is children are welcome. We have a kid's area. So I feel like they're not completely just with somebody else all the time. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's nice to bring them to work, but also I personally need that very distinct I'm at work mode. Mm -hmm. And I'm able to be distracted basically because that's what Unfortunately, I love my I love my children so much, but they are a distraction when you're trying to be in this professional setting and you have children coming up. I want a snack. You know, he's being mean to me, whatever it may be. So is there balance? Absolutely not. (laughs) Can you set boundaries for yourself some blocks of time? Yes. So our first job as we started to expand, husband and I were like, what? works best for he and I in terms of needing to be in the business. Because there's that uh, paradigm of working in your business and working on your business, right? When you first start out those first three years, you're working in your business, right? 
And then eventually you want to make that shift to where you're working on your business more than you're working in your business. So we're definitely uh, leaning more towards that. I don't know personally if there's ever like a, yes, I've made it kind of moment. I just don't think that really exists. Um, but we're, we're working more on the business therefore i have more mental capacity to be at home more mental capacity to be in a professional setting focus do what i need to do at work and then when i go home i can kind of turn it off and if i need to go back it is a flexible situation but again we're on autopilot now so it's pretty it's pretty good knock on wood yeah fingers crossed yeah you didn't just jinx it yeah um so anyways with your kids being in that setting did mm-hmm. they have play any effect in you wanting to push more for the kids crossfit absolutely that was something that uh we hear from members all the time they want their kids in that setting and then as your kids get older you start realizing yeah i can apply that to my children as well i can apply that to their team members, whatever groups they're a part of. I want them to be exposed to this because there's a lot of times when members and I think like this, what if I had this when I was, right? And you think back, uh, high school athletes, college athletes, even younger, even just for balance, even for just movement purposes in general, we're not trying to make anybody a, a professional athlete in any capacity, but confidence, exposure, to other people, other children, other experiences. Yeah, it's one of those where ah, oh, this is a this is a healthy setting for adults and children to be in. So I want I want exposure for that for my children for sure. Yeah, yeah. We recently heard that you put um, batting cages in. Mm-hmm. How has that been? Has that been pretty successful? Yeah. So during COVID, when we were shut down, that was a time where things that uh, we wanted to do that we didn't have time for. It was an opportunity for that. So while it was very tough, and I don't think I've ever worked so hard on my business, we added three different things to our business during that time. So one of those, and that's one of those uh, vertical revenue streams I was talking about. One of those was the batting cage. So again, my husband being that big thinker, he said, because we have a, a long uh, span from the north side to the south side, that is an empty space. So he engineered, uh, bought all the stuff and he put it up himself. So it's a retractable cage that in the day you wouldn't even know it's there. Otherwise it comes down, it gets pulled out. We have two different type of uh, pitching machines, um, an L screen for safety, of course. And that's something that not many, there's not much batting cage offering. There's a couple places indoor here in yeah. Washington, but that's just something else. And again, yes, I would love for our son to say, hey, I want to go hit at the batting cage. Well, guess what? We got one of those, yeah. right? Yeah. So it's a, it's a little selfish, but it worked really well. So we do offer private softball lessons and private baseball lessons, as well as you can rent it for yourself, father and son. Somebody wants to work on pitching. Somebody wants to work on hitting, whatever it may be. My son's team uses it sometimes um, when we don't have – classes and then we have people renting it on their own through the weekend through the week when we don't have private lessons for their own personal use that's awesome yeah the other thing was the nutrition coaching right i had time to do some education on that because there was you know multiple weeks of education for that and then that was up and running by the time uh 
businesses were allowed to be back in business. And the third thing was we had always wanted, again, into that wellness factor, uh, a chiropractor. One of our coaches had uh, severe scoliosis and he just always raved about his chiropractor. And this was, uh, she was in town, she would go to Swiss uh, area. And so we wanted to offer her a place. So she comes in every Thursday, uses our space, because inside we have a back office and she's able to use that space on Thursdays for her business. So we have those extra three revenue sources that it, that are really helpful for sure. Because yeah. just to be honest, CrossFit is not a moneymaker. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it sounds like you know a lot about business and stuff like that. You've had amazing experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, what advice would you give to kids our age that are looking into being entrepreneurs? That's a really good question. If you are a true entrepreneur, there is something in your heart that you know you would do well out. You know that you see a need and you want to fill that need. I think that's the biggest thing about being an entrepreneur is you're trying to invent and invest into the community, into yourself, because you're trying to fill a need, right? But you just have to know that the first three years, there are going to be so many barriers in your way and you have to just keep working. Just keep going over them. Find a mentor. Find somebody in the community, outside of the community, that has the uh, answers to your questions and just do your best. Uh, If you ask most accountants and things like that, the first three years are really tough. And if you can get past that, if you can stick with it and go through all the growing pains, you'll be okay. All right, that's all the time we have today. Dana, thank you so much for coming, and we really appreciate it. And as for our listeners, we'll see you next time.